Have information concerning Carlisle expedition. Stop. Need reliable investigative team. Stop. Arrive January 15. Stop. Signed, Jackson Elias. The Gaming Grunts present Masks of Nyarlathotep, a Call of Cthulhu campaign. continue, we can just say you're back, you're, you know, it's the next morning. Actually, what I thought it was, was that um, you, uh, Flash was going to go check out the journalist separately. That, that night? Well, you suggested that night, because journalists are out at night. Especially Tamoy journalists. And uh, right. the doctor-professor-doctor combination, we're going to see about the Penhue Foundation uh, in the morning, assuming we've gotten a message. You're not back to the hotel yet, so you don't know. So, I thought uh, most of us were going back to the hotel, but I didn't know about Flash. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what journalist I was going to try to meet up with. Mickey Mahoney. Oh, yeah. The one who wrote about the the things. My little notes go. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give him a call and see if we can uh, schedule uh, an appointment uh, later tomorrow. Maybe we can all talk to him. Okay. When you, you, you had said at last meeting that it might be better for, you know, journalist to journalist. Yeah, that's true, but I'm thinking, uh, it's been a while since I've seen Mickey, and, uh, maybe, uh, maybe good to do it as a group. Also, if... <laughs> you don't want to be alone, anything goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? So did you meet anyone interesting at that uh, nightclub? I don't think we did. We got some information, but... I don't recall. Was I there? I don't, I don't remember if you were, actually. <laughs> you had a little too much to drink. You might not have been. <laughs> Let's see. No, 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 because um, you, 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 you had a very, very unconvincing excuse for your bringing your firearms in, but they okay. let you in anyway. Okay. Oh, right, right. The nightclub had basically segregated seating... Got my notebook. My notebook. Um, had basically segregated seating, so all the actual Egyptians were in, in one section, and all the well, all the whites were in one section, all the non-whites, presumably Egyptians, are right. in the other are in another section. Uh, and I had a stage and a bar, and there was someone who definitely looked like he was in charge, kind of in the middle of the, 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 the deep in the, the deep, deep in, in the, the non-white section. Yes. So. But we had, we have been sent here from Inspector Barrington. He didn't exactly send you there. He didn't exactly tell more, us. It was more a parting shot. He said we'd appreciate it. And uh, what type of things did you appreciate there? Anything interesting? Very pretty, very pretty dancers. Ah, scantily clad women. 
if you were actually, you know, familiar with the culture, you would know that the music and the food are actually pretty authentic, pretty good, actually. No one seemed uh, interested in you uh, while you were there, huh? Not really. Well, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> we didn't try on the various uh, headwear that we picked up in New York, so... I'm going to give Mickey a call, see if he'll uh, meet with us tomorrow. Um, this is like late, at, like as you're leaving, or like before you went into the nightclub, or what? This, uh, well, I guess I didn't go to the nightclub, I was back in the morning. Oh, okay, yeah. alright, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Mickey says come, yeah, come tomorrow about, you know, 2 p.m. Okay. Tomorrow being Tuesday the 3rd. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you had, the rest of you just head back to your hotel? What's the date? It is late on Monday, February the 2nd. I should be making one of you keep track of time. <laughs> Wait, how do we get to February? Well, February follows on from January, usually. We sailed late January. Yeah, you, you left on the 28th of January, and you arrived on the 1st of February. Oh, right, okay, come on. You still want to hang out here, or just head back to the hotel? Do we want to leave someone watching this place, or do we want to just head back to the hotel now that we've reconnoitered and, and come up with our plan? What's there to watch for? Don't know. Is alcohol legal? Yes, there's no prohibition in okay. Britain. Oh, yes, and there's quite a bit of drinking in the uh, oh, yeah, in, in the nightclub. Quite a lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. I think me and Hank will be drinking. <laughs> Fine. Um. I don't know. Shall we go back to the hotel? Yeah, yeah it seemed like uh, I'm going to give you guys a call. <laughs> Where? Hello, uh, uh, is this the nightclub? <laughs> it's, it's Egyptian gibberish. Ah, uh, anyone uh, speak uh, the English there? Yeah? Apparently, no, apparently, no one on the phone does. Okay, well, all right. Let's go back to the hotel. Quick. All right. You arrive back at your hotel. Um, what is your character's name? Dr. Boucher. Boucher, that's right. Uh, so there is a message for Dr. Boucher from the Penny Foundation. It says that Mr. Gavigan, the d- Director Gavigan, would be pleased to meet you and your associates on Wednesday, February the 4th at 11 a.m. Excellent. <coughs> Director Gavigan. While you gents were out, I was able to get in touch with uh, Mickey Mahoney. I've got a tête-à-tête with him, and your tête's too, at uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow. Excellent. Okay. Uh, um, Flash, do you have the card for the book that Professor Boucher is actually looking at? I want to make sure that he's got it and you don't. Uh, Just in case you want to. What, uh... What book are you reading? I think it was the one the, in French. The one in is, French. Um, Nicotic Manuscripts, I believe. Oh, no, Livre de Collections from Livre. There it is. Today, I've got this book. Should I hand it over? And the card. Well, yeah, because okay. Professor Boucher reading. is reading it. Oh, How does that happen? Uh, I, think <laughs> I, I read it on the ship. On the ship, I think. Uh, but I haven't finished it yet. It is strangely 
long. You must have been. You must have had the abridged version. Well, it is selection, so it's already rare. But I'm trying to piece together what what uh, is missing. It's fascinating. He talks about um, talks about talks about magical rituals. Talks about a race of snake people and a great white worm. These, you know, great creatures that don't exist now but may have existed in the past. At least, I expect they don't exist now. Of course, we all know that things are always weirder than they seem. Well, I'm going to go back to my room. Get a little shut-eye. You had nothing interesting to report from your uh, explorations to the club, huh? It, uh, the club looks like an interesting nightclub, <coughs> but it, uh, we didn't see anything, any evidence of cult viewings going on there. Yet. In front, you know, out where the world could see. Yeah. But there, I, there was a little door that said cultists only. <laughs> but uh, we, I, I expect we will have to go back and reconnoiter again at a later date. Lesser sex need not apply. <laughs> sex, S-E-C-T-S. That's right. Right. It is Tuesday the 3rd. Did anyone break into our rooms overnight? No. Nope. Excellent. Well. Are any of you going to do anything before your appointment with Mickey Mahoney? Or are you? I'd like to go downstairs and see if I can get some grub. Absolutely. I'd like to get the paper that Mahoney writes for, whichever one it is. I mean, uh, a scoop. And scoop. read it the scoop. It, okay. It is uh, basically a, a tabloid. Uh, it's the worst the worst aspects of the weekly world news, um, celebrity scandal rags, um, page three, you know, sto- lurid and... Uh, oh, look, the queen has a tail. Well, uh, I'm sorry, yes. the king. The king has a tail. Uh, you know, uh, you know, her Cornish vacation, which is kind of like a cross between, you know, kind of like a penthouse letter, but not quite as explicit. Got it. So, what are the laws against um, having shotguns? The Serious laws. laws. Actually, own well. You uh, shotguns actually for hunting are actually not that as well regulated or as tightly regulated. <laughs> We're fox hunting <laughs> in London. Yeah, <laughs> but you can't carry it around or anything like that. Only if you uh, have a no. goose in the other hand. <laughs> um, does it look like this coop makes up a lot of this stuff? Absolutely. Um, so oh, we so, are so I have going to more than yellow journalism. It's yellow, pink, pastel, multicolor, chartreuse. <laughs> I'm going to laugh my way through it. Exactly. What? That gives me pause, because <clears throat> some of the best journalism, while it can be rather sensational, is often true. Uh, yes, but a, 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 on here, on page 12, we have an invasion of sea turtles in the Midlands, which is so far from the sea that the turtles could only get there if they were riding on the backs of donkeys. Well, I don't know. It gives me pause. That's there what could I'm be there could be a secret underwater canal, underwater river between the ocean. Well, yes, and the they Midlands. postulate a secret underwater canal. That's right. 
to the River Thames. Because, because that's how Nessie gets in and out of Loch Ness all exactly. the time. Exactly. And I wonder why they would even waste their time with uh, what we think is a true story when they could actually just make them up. That is the question. And I think that's one of the things we want to ask Mr. Mahoney. Speaking of which, should we? Do you want to just? Do you want to do anything in the morning? Just reading the paper. Okay. You want to try to buy a shotgun? I wanted to, but I don't know if I can carry it around. Yeah. Um, well, uh, go to the store and ask. I'd like a shotgun. I'd like to buy a shotgun. Were you here when we checked in the hotel? We're in the fanciest hotel in, in London, so That's okay. I don't recall. There's a con- there's a concierge downstairs who will who will get anything you want. Okay. Are or you tell a- you where to go to get anything you want. Are you hoping to like hide it in a music case? <laughs> <laughs> Violin case. Maybe. Uh, I've taken up the bass fiddle. <laughs> this is my Gatling gun. As you could call that a violence case. <laughs> Hey, you know, we are in... I see myself like more of a, as a guitar player. You know, <clears throat> firearms. There we go. Uh, you have okay. notes on the laws about firearms yes. in London in the 1920s? Yes. Excellent. <clears throat> the original campaign doesn't, but the companion book, which you guys are getting an advanced run-through, does. Because uh, this does come up amazingly. It's irrelevant. Right. All right. So you're, you're going to a store, or are you going to ask the concierge? I'll ask the concierge are about the laws and how to acquire one. A shotgun. Yes. And a hunting license. Uh, yes. You would need a hunting license. Uh, the concierge, yeah, basically the concierge says, yes, um, uh, if you'd like to, a license, you would need uh, simply to apply at the store where you purchased the shotgun. And how long would this take? Um, usually some minutes. Remember, they don't have background checks yet. Okay. I will do this. Where's the nearest store I can go to? Um, he gives you directions. Okay. I'll go. You're going to buy a shotgun? Yeah. Okay. What kind of shotgun do you well, want? Can I afford it? <laughs> uh, well, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, you can afford it. <laughs> you want the same kind of shotgun that you have <coughs> list? At home? Um, I imagine. Uh, What's the damage on that? It's a 46. I didn't write it down. And, you know, Leon, uh, before uh, Bane did his little uh, disappearing uh, action, he, he did leave a little extra cash here. <laughs> money is not a, not, money is not a problem. Uh, so you want a 20-gauge, a 16-gauge, a 12-gauge, double-barrel pump, no automatics. How many rounds does the 12-gauge uh, have? Uh, the pump has five rounds. And how much? The double barrel obviously has two. Two. Uh, but the double barrel, you can fire damage. both at the same time. Okay. Whereas the pump, you can. I mean, yeah, pump shotgun has one barrel. I'll go with the double barrel. Double barrel. Okay. Twelve gauge. Yeah. That's the biggest one. Yeah. Okay. okay. Put Martin, just write it down. Double barrel, twelve gauge shotgun. Hunting moose. <laughs> moose is the damage. Well, Irish wolves. Um, it's four d six slash two d six slash one d six. Hold on. We're hunting the forty-six. Just put forty-six. We, yeah, it's you just have it, have it again as you get out of range. The four, the range of the forty-six is ten yards, mm-hmm. and then out to twenty yards, and then out to fifty yards. Have you seen an American werewolf in London? No. Long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. Is that in the nineties? Uh, late eighties. Probably before you were born. 
Did they release Jenny. a new one, maybe? Uh, there was a new one in American Werewolf in Paris in the Okay, 90s. I watched that one, I think. Anyway, the, the one in London, he was, he was, they were hunting, they were backpacking in the Scottish Highlands and, and attacked by a dire wolf. Oh. So, you know, we could be hunting dire wolves. You could be hunting the dire wolves up in the Scottish Highlands. But okay. that would be yeah, a good in London. day and a half travel. Starting out there. in London. Is the double barrel smaller than the yellow shotguns at, at all? No. They're all the same size. It's uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's, you yeah. know, it's, it's a shotgun. Well, not quite that long. No? Unless They're I saw it off, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, unless you saw it off. Here's a hint. Don't ask the, the gun store yes, for assuming, a saw. <laughs> yes, you can go to a, if you want a hacksaw, you can get a hacksaw. I'll try upset. Okay. Are you getting the hacksaw? No, not, okay. not here. No, 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 no but um, at all. Are you trying to make a sawed-off shotgun is, is what I'm wondering. I think I should. No, I won't. Okay, no problem. So how are you going to carry the shotgun? Are you just going to keep it at the hotel? Keep it at the hotel for now, and then... Um, it's winter. Trench coats. Okay, yeah. Well, I'll get a trench coat. Yeah, no problem. Actually, we came over on ship. We probably already have. You probably coats. already have a coat. Yeah, long coats, winter coats. Because otherwise, we would freeze on the ship. Hey, it's hey. Sorry, I'm lying. No problem. Although I've got some gooey leaves, so that's a bit. Okay. Sorry. All right. Okay. So, your appointment with Mickey Mahoney. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. The office is pardon. Are we all talking along? Sure, I please do. I'm assuming you're all going. Yeah. Um, so, you go to the offices of the Scoop. They are on Fleet Street. A, not the greatest part of Fleet Street, but still on Fleet Street. And Mr. Mickey Mahoney. Ah. He looks like the pro- exactly like you'd expect an Irishman to look like, in terms of stereotypes. <laughs> Red he hand. looks at you immediately and says, you would be Granger, right? I can't do accent very I, well. I am uh, Mr. Mahoney. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, too. Come in, come in. Have a seat. I uh, Thank you. I, there I, aren't I, a lot of seats. <laughs> these are uh, these are some of my friends. Uh, I'm, uh, <coughs> I'm here from meet you. across the pond, and uh, I myself uh, work for the uh, Chappaqua Tattler. Ah, oh, I've heard of that, yes. And uh, it's not as an august uh, institution as your scoop here, but uh, I do appreciate uh, uh, you seeing us today. Oh, it's an, it's an honor. What can I do for you? Well, Mickey, one of the stories uh, we read uh, that you covered last week, uh, a couple days ago actually, uh, was about uh, this slaughter of uh, body. I? Well, we... Uh, We've seen some similar situations, and I, I want to know uh, if you have any more information about this. Ah, the story. Um, he says, he says, actually, that that story is actually pretty straight. <laughs> uh, so everything, everything's all in paper. Yeah. Uh, are I'm, you I'm, implying I'm, that I'm, not every story at the scoop is? Well, I, I mean, I have to admit that uh, sometimes the stories need a, a little bit of whoosh, you know. have to rewrite it to, uh, you know, give the customer what they want. I, I understand. But this one was... Bizarre enough? Oh, I wouldn't... No, not bizarre at all. It's, um... It's adventurous enough that it didn't really need a lot of work on my part. Uh, 
is there anything about this case that uh, interests you particularly? Uh, uh, since it didn't take uh, too much whoosh, as you say, uh, I'm kind of curious what uh, interested you about it. Oh, well, it's uh, certainly a, uh, a story of murder, uh, gruesome uh, details. It's uh, just uh, right up to Scoop's Alley. So why is the Scoop offering a, uh, a reward? Well, it's a way to keep the readers interested, don't you know? Ah. So that, so that they feel connected to the story and to the paper. Well, it gives them a reason to, uh, uh, to uh, give me further leads. So you've been, uh, you've been the main uh, reporter on this, uh, this case, huh? Well, no. I mean, the other papers have been covering the story as well. Not as well as I've covered it, of course. Uh, is they there, focus uh, on the facts. I focus on the details. Is there, uh, is there anything uh, that you could share with us that may not have uh, reached your uh, precious readers of uh, Scoop? Uh, since you do uh, concern yourself with most of the details, uh, can you share anything else with uh, someone in the profession? Uh, well, I don't really know that there's much extra to say, actually. It, uh, like I said, the story's pretty much as it is. Well, very good. I just want to let you know, uh, while we're here, uh, professional courtesy, if uh, I find any out anything, I'll let you know. I'm not here to do any writing myself, so uh, I'd appreciate it if uh, you could uh, keep us uh, uh, up to date on uh, these nefarious happenings. Well, certainly. Is there uh, another particular reason that you're here? Can I ask a uh, background question? Sure. Would we have brought copies of the newspaper articles about um, the killings in New York with us that we could share with him? Probably. Kind of yeah, well. yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Makes sense that you would have kept that sort of thing. Because I'm, I'm sure he would appreciate that sort of thing if you could put that in the scoop easy. <clears throat> everybody make an idea. Uh, actually, everybody but Dr. Boucher make an idea roll. You see, we're curious about how they were killed. We um, heard from another source that they were not not killed in the same way as as the victims in New York. It didn't seem to be machete wounds or from from a spiked stick. It seemed more blunt trauma. Oh, is that true? Um, so you all remember. All of you made the idea. Will also remember that um, Jonah Kensington told you that Jackson Elias had met with Mickey Mahoney. Ah. Oh, uh, <clears throat> one other thing, Mickey, I, I, I forgot to uh, tell you is an odd coincidence. Uh, one of my uh, dear uh, departed friends uh, uh, met with you not too long ago. Uh, you know, uh, Jackson Elias. Oh, I, yeah, I read about his, uh, his murder. Very sad story. You're a friend of his. Yes. Uh, That's for, very good to meet a friend of uh, friend of Elias's. <clears throat> can Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your last meeting with uh, Jackson? Uh, well, it was uh, a little while ago. Uh, maybe uh, just after the new year, middle of the month, maybe. <clears throat> Came by the offices. He wanted to look through the morgue. Hmm. Said that. Um, actually, he told me that there was some kind of cult in London. Um, 
said that uh, the cult might have uh, high connections. Never really followed up, uh, obviously, since uh, he got on the ship to America, and uh, I read in the, your papers that uh, he was murdered. Well, we think that there are perhaps three cults that are working together. Three of them? At some level, because uh, the, the cult in New York that killed Jackson Elias was different than the cult that seems to be operating here. But yet, uh, we found artifacts from, from different cultures and cults uh, when we uh, investigated that cult and really? avenged wow. our friend Jackson Elias. So we, we, Good. We, we bring him up to speed on, on the cult, on the, the similar killings in New York City. On the Bloody Tongue? The cult of the Bloody Tongue was, was, was different. I, I think, based on my readings, that perhaps what you have here is a cult called the Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh, which is an Egyptian death cult. Really? Well, that's a wonderful-sounding name. Well, Black Pharaohs. Mm. Did Jackson Elias take any articles out of the war from the paper? No, no, no. I, I mean, I can't. Obviously, I can't let him take anything out of the war. Uh, he was looking at some of them uh, a little extra closely. I don't really remember which ones they were. I can look for them if uh, you know he may. They may be misfiled or otherwise marked in some way. I can look for that. That would be interesting to know if you have a chance to do that. Oh, absolutely. We, we are here in, because of the matching investigation in New York City. And since the, they all seem linked through Jackson Elias. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is Dr. Boucher, who, as a physician, may be able to... I was hoping to... Uh, well, doctor, you know, my, my, my leg hurts when it gets really cold sometimes. Really? <laughs> you recommend uh, heat or, or cold on that? I would actually recommend heat for that, especially when it's really cold outside, because um, adding more cold is only going to make it hurt more. What I, I what I really recommend is exercise for it. Oh, I get exercise going out chasing down leaves. Mm, the right kind of stretching exercises are very important. I see. Well, uh, and they can make it both more limber and less painful. I see. Plus aspirin, of course. Oh, I take lots of aspirin. Yes. Good. Thank you. Sorry, hey, sorry Miss. Uh, what was um, Jackson Elias looking at, investigating at the morgue? Uh, there were certain. Uh, he wanted to uh, look through the morgue to find any stories. So uh, he, I, I he guess was, he was looking after the. He was uh, trying to investigate this cult. So uh, I guess he thought that uh, some of uh, my stories had actually uh, were connected in some way. Who's got good research? Was that he looking at any bodies, or was he just? No, 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 no. Look, stories, morgue, newspaper morgue. Oh. No, 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 not the real, not, not the real morgue. Oh, okay. My morgue. Ooh. I'm a doctor, I could go to the real morgue. You could. <laughs> hey, Mickey, uh, oh, we have a couple other leads and want to know if you uh, happen to know anything about uh, Edward Gavigan. He's the director of the Penhue Foundation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I know him. Uh, I've tried to interview him a couple times. Never really, he never really made the time for me, though. Oh, that's fascinating. We, we've got an appointment with them tomorrow. Why is, oh, he, why is he an interesting character for the scoop? Well, because he's assuming <laughs> these uh, Egyptian murders. So, of course, uh, we're going to go to the head of an Egyptian foundation, get a comment. Got uh, it. Now, is, it the, you... is it the only Egyptian foundation in the city, or the largest? It's, uh, it's pretty much it's the most famous. I mean, they've actually uh, sponsored expeditions to Egypt. Uh, were they sponsoring Jackson Elias? Oh, I, heavens, I really doubt that. 
Lias is a reporter. Now, before we came here today, how did you know that these or murders were Egyptian-linked? Isn't that what the story said? I don't remember. You said the Brotherhood is my crown. Just now. Uh, the story <clears throat> did not say that. Oh, you're right. They, they uh, had no links whatsoever. Uh, uh. Vicky wouldn't be involved in any of this, would you? Uh, Pardon? <laughs> Ah, oh, you found me out. I'm the leader of the cult. Um, I'm sorry. I confess. Do you think the Penny Foundation sponsored the Carlisle expedition, which Elias uh, was following up on? Oh, uh, they were definitely I, involved. I, they were definitely involved. I mean, Sir Aubrey, Sir Penny, Sir Aubrey was uh, Aubrey, Sir Aubrey, Sir Aubrey was uh, went on the expedition himself. So obviously, they must have sponsored it in some way. And he uh, did not make it back as well. That's what uh, all the papers say. No survivors. No survivors. Mickey, I uh, I imagine that you uh, like to tipple now and then. Uh, oh, only when I'm on duty. <laughs> uh, my friends here last night went to uh, this is an Egyptian club. Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, the name of the club. Yeah. <laughs> the name of the club blue, is the Blue Pyramid. The, the blue, blue Egyptian. Blue, blue Pyramid, I think. Blue Egyptian is what I wrote down. Blue Egyptian. That's what I wrote down, too. Uh, it should be the Blue Pyramid. If I, if I made that mistake, that's my fault. I the Blue Egyptian Pyramid. The blue yeah, pyramid. Oh, yes. A very, uh, well, I wouldn't say famous, but uh, it's a well-known club. Uh, you know anything about it? Or anything... Uh, uh, the head of the clubs, a man, a bloke named... Uh, what's his name? Abdul Nawisha, Abdul, A-B-D-U-L, Nawisha, N-A-W-I-S-H-A. He's the owner. Not quite sure where he came from, but, uh, you know, the club, uh, the club opened up, uh, you know, after uh, King Tut's tomb was found. Everybody got interested in the uh, e Egyptian stuff, so I guess he decided to fill Cash in. Cash in, yeah. Minus one. Mm, do, you uh, think, do you know if he knows the Penhees? Abdul Nawisha? Yeah. I have the faintest idea. Hmm. Well, Mickey, that's a great bit of information. We might even uh, get the chance to meet uh, Mr. Nawisha at some time in, the, in this next week. Now, Flash, I have to ask you a question. Again, journalist to journalist, you understand. you got to promise me that if you find... Uh, if you find out what's going on, and you write up the story, that you give me first option on printing it. Uh, uh, I, I, I would do that in a heartbeat, yes. Or, or uh, if you give me a good story, I'll pay you uh, maybe 15 pounds for the story. Well, uh... uh <coughs> 24 if we crack the case, right? <laughs> Mickey, uh, th thank you for that offer. Uh, just to help out uh, a fellow newsman, I'd be able to... Uh, Definitely uh, see what I can do and uh, let you know what we find out. Well, I appreciate it. Like I said, <coughs> if, uh, I'll, I'll look through my morgue, and if I find the stories that uh, Elias was looking for, I'll let you know. Where do you, uh, How should I contact you? Where are you staying? Well, uh, we're Frenchman staying over here uh, will give you the address to uh, his room. We're I, staying uh, at the Savoy. Uh, Ooh, the Savoy. We, we have a, uh, a benefit. <laughs> I'd like to meet him someday. Uh, he, we hope he will meet him too. He is indisposed today. Don't drink the water over here. 
Yeah, it's not at all as good as the French water across the channel. Well, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> Never been there myself. Never? Never myself, no. Oh, you must go at least visit the coast. Yeah. The warm weather of, of the southern French um, beach would be perfect for your leg. It would make it feel so much better. A month there, and I bet you would have no more trouble. Well, I'd have no more magazine, or no more newspaper, neither. Well, <laughs> are you the only reporter here? I'm the owner. Oh. That explains it. You must be extremely busy, then. Well, yes, afraid so. So is this office... Are there other people in the office? Is it very seems small? A very small office. He seems to be the only one. <laughs> Got it. Heaven knows where his morgue actually is. <laughs> in the closet. Probably. Well, uh, gents, do you have any more questions for uh, Mickey? No. Um, <clears throat> you know, bef before you print the details from the New York planes, you may want to um, <clears throat> check with the New York papers to get reprint permissions. Why? I don't think that uh, Mickey worries too much about that kind of stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. Even back then they had copyrights. Not really. <laughs> The Berne Convention had not been signed yet. They didn't have inter yeah, you're right. They didn't have international copyright, did they? Never mind. Remember why the movie industry is on the West Coast, even within the same country, patents weren't enforced. Well, should we uh, hightail it back to uh, the Savoy, grab a bite? Just in time for dinner. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time, Mr. Mahoney. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Doctor. Mickey, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure. Pleasure to meet you too, Flash. Uh, Granger, excuse me, Granger. You can call me Flash. Most of my friends do. <laughs> For good reason, too. They've seen you in action. <laughs> if you find out more information about this story, um, we will, of course, read it in the scoop, but we would appreciate if you see anything that's related to Jackson Heights, if you let us know. Oh, certainly. <clears throat> so, gents, now that we're uh, fine, now, now that we're uh, out of uh, earshot. Yep. Do you find it odd that uh, Mickey would offer us so much money for information? No, he sells so many papers on this. Okay. And if he's the only reporter, <clears throat> then and he's writing a twenty-four page tabloid every single day, or is it weekly? Well, he's writing an entire 24-page tab. Week. It's weekly. Oh, it's what weekly. does it cost to subscribe? Where can we send complaints? <laughs> right. Who's the if he's writing an entire 24-page tabloid every week by himself, he needs all the stories he can get. And when he doesn't have them, he makes them up. All the news that fits. We print. All the news that fits, we print. That was fascinating. That was great. So now we know why the Penhead Connect Foundation is connected, because... They sponsored the Carlisle expedition and went with. And, <coughs> and not only that, but we found uh, the director's card uh, in the room of Jackson Elias after he was murdered. Ah, I didn't realize that. So, so Jackson Elias, is, we're following in the footsteps of Jackson Elias here in London. So did it look like Jackson had the card himself, or did it look like yes. it had been no. dropped? Oh, he had the card. 
the cultists that killed him were not very much. <laughs> really? What were they like? uh, And how do you know? We were... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, reports. They were they were dispatched in our presence. <laughs> oh dear, that must have been very frightening. Uh, well, you can ask Hank about it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess we should uh, talk a little bit about how much uh, information we want to share with this Penhue gentleman. Uh, what do you gents think? Is he? Uh, to be trusted, or should we uh, uh, be a little sensitive with how much information we're giving him? I'm going to suggest that uh, we may be not able to trust him. I agree. I had originally thought that we would, but I didn't realize that, and I don't know why I hadn't read the Carlisle expedition stuff in more detail. Have I not given you copies? Yeah. No, I have not had copies, okay. but I, I borrowed. Um, you borrowed. <clears throat> Dr. Yeah. Professor's. Okay. <coughs> but I didn't realize that they had sponsored the expedition. Which explains exactly why Tex Elias was going to meet with them. And I also don't like the fact that he wouldn't see us that day. I know he's a busy man, but... Gosh darn it! We're here trying to do some important work. Yes, but we have no official standing. I don't care about that. We're just five gents, six gents, walking in off the street. Very good. You see what... Remember, you're talking to him. I'm not talking to him. <laughs> All this flowery language. Well, I think, I think perhaps you should try yeah. also to get access to the more... Um, perhaps through the Spectre Darrington, but, but preferably not to see the corpses. But I'm interested in... I'm curious, gentlemen, whether or not the murders would match wounds that might come from this kind of uh, uh, scepter or club that yeah. we found that has Egyptian-looking hieroglyphs. Hmm. So in, in New York, yes. would I have examined the bodies of the victims, or just the? Well, they the were probably not. They would have. They brought you in for the the thing, the but thing. not for the not for the bodies. But they right. were just those are just well ordinary. Those are just murder victims. Oh, okay. This thing underneath there was clearly different. That's why they right. brought you in. Um, yeah. So um, if we have time later that day, oh no, it's dinner time. Well, yeah. It was two o'clock-ish. <laughs> if we have time later that day, um, uh, I'd like to go... I think asking Inspector Barrington would be the way to go, because it's his investigation, mm -hmm. to um, see if I could examine the bodies in the morgue, since we are following up on the murder victims, since mm -hmm. we're following up on similar murders in New York City. You want to go to New Scotland Yard? Yeah, does anyone want to go with? I'll go. Well, I'll go, yeah, I'll, I'll follow you Well, guys. you probably won't be allowed in the morgue, because you're oh. not doctor. Well, but you well we can still come with you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you are an accredited MD, is that correct? I am an accredited MD in both France and uh, New York. France and New York. Okay. I'm going to uh, bring well, along the Paris wooden... Paris and New York. Yeah. I'm going to bring along the wooden scepter that we found. Uh, okay. We're going to bring it along in case we need to use it. <laughs> yeah. The smallest guy is the enforcer. Right. Carb okay. <laughs> Carved wood. <clears throat> the smallest and oldest. All right. Uh, okay. So you you um, so you want to see the, the what what uh, you want to see whatever murder victims are still are still there are still there that haven't been buried because there was one there were some well yeah there was one recent. Tuesday the twenty fourth so that well that was no, no the twenty fourth it was this Tuesday which actually means last Tuesday which means about a week ago a week ago might still be there probably not though 
Um, yeah. Or, or see the, the coroner's notes on them. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They, they will let have, you, they they'll they'll let you see this. They'll, yeah, they'll have photos and notes. The body has been um, buried. Already. Of course. It's, been, it's a week. Because, yeah, they don't have... The, well, they have refrigeration, but there's no... Balming. Uh, it's possible also next of kin may have come by. I'm sure they would have. <clears throat> Unidentified foreigner? Actually, no, it wouldn't have come. Oh, no. No one would have come. So he'd be buried in the equivalent of Potter's Field. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I mean, the coroner's notes pretty much do corroborate. We, hmm? Do we have pictures of the people Jackson Elias would have known? I mean, would any of us recognize the victim? Or Which victim? Oh, no. the, the, the unidentified foreigner. Or I don't know. In New York, this cult, the, the, the cult of the bloody tongue was just picking up random people off the street. Oh, okay. Then we don't have to worry about that. So I don't, it's not, <coughs> and we don't know. I mean, we don't know if Jackson is having a lot of, and, and certainly not working. I don't think with they were people. totally random. It's still, they still had to do. They were still in the way of somehow, right? They were, yeah, just like friends of friends. Okay. The, the coroner's report pretty much says, yeah, I mean, the probable cause um, was blood force trauma followed by um, a, sig- a stab wound to the heart. Okay. It's possible that the victim was already dead. or It was possible that the blunt force wounds would have eventually caused death, um, so, but it's unclear exactly which, whether the, heart, the wound to the heart was the killing blow or whether it was just kind of a coup de grace. Okay, and then what about the the previous victims? All twenty four of them. Pretty much all following similar patterns. Not a, not exactly the same placement of the beating of the, the blunt force wounds, but the stab wound was always to the heart. Okay, does does it look like they're the same caused by the same implement? <clears throat> so uh, between each victim. From victim to victim. Hmm. So you know, were they were they hit by these clubs with bats teeth? Could have been this. The bat. No, that that <laughs> eliminated when we first talked to Barry. Oh, right, right. We, we offered up that theory. And um, so now we... Now it is, we yeah, it's possible. All the stab wounds do look similar. Okay. So they could have... Uh, it's, they can't necessarily say that they were all from the same exact implement, but certainly the same type of implement. Okay. So it's not like one was a knife wound and the other was like a spear wound and the other right. was like a, you know, a saber or anything like that. They're all, you know, kind of, you know, circular wounds, kind of like, you know... A, a like spike. a pike. A spike, a spike, a spear Do I point. think they could be caused by the, the kind of thing that he's carrying around? What, the wood scepter? It doesn't have a sharp point. It doesn't have a sharp point. Oh, and, no. it does, and the bat, yeah, the bat sword, so to speak. Bat's teeth sword. The bat sword. Yeah. Uh, like why, smaller portion. Yeah. The bat sword? Is that like a, a mace? The, no, the, the, the cult of the s- sand bat. Sand bat would use a look oh. like a stick with... Think of a cricket bat, and then you stick teeth. you stick teeth around the oh, out, okay. around the edge, and then swing that at somebody. So similar to a mace, almost. More like well, it's like a club with oh. or like a. It's a shark tooth club. Yeah, shark tooth club. Okay. I think some Native American tribes had things like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah uh, Although they, with they were the big in <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so it looks like they were all similar, but I can't tell what. The coroner suspects that it's. I mean, the coroner obviously expects, you know, this is clearly a, some kind of serial killing that are obviously connected because the wound patterns. What about the, the locations same. of the victims? If, if they're plotted on a map, I'm sure Inspector Barrington has done that. Um, well, I mean, most of the bodies have been found in the towns. Hmm. So, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, dropped in. I mean, you could, ask, you could, there is no official speculation on, like, time of discovery and title calculations, whether it was, you know, which way the body may have come. 
they all tended to be east of the city, so further off off this edge, okay. and more towards thinking about it, more towards the pyramid area, or at least that sort of lesser, uh, more middle class to lower class areas of London, not the central city. Is is the River Thames a, a tidal river? Yes. Oh. How much uh, how much motion do you get on the in? Intake. I really don't know. There. Um, the thing is, the Thames. Na- well, the Thames now and then, I think, was mostly walled. Oh, it was entirely canal. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So the so. And those locks at the, the end were not there, but yet, the whole the whole interesting thing about the when the uh, the Victorian sewage stuff is that they would store all the sewage in like these giant holding tanks, and then when the tide went out, they would drop all the waste into the Thames. And, but because the tide was going out, it went out right. to sea. <clears throat> and then when the, the tide turned and the river came in, they closed the disposal tanks. So the water coming in was clean, but then the water going out was... <clears throat> um, hmm. So you're saying the flow of the river goes both ways? It goes both ways. Tide comes in, tide <sighs> goes out. Dr. Boucher has done this sort of medical forensics before. Can I make some sort of a roll to see whether there's something that I, the player, am not thinking of? No, you got it. Okay. <clears throat> I'd still say that uh, they're, they're probably well, don't thank up river. Sorry. We thank Inspector Barrington for allowing us access to these records. You're welcome. And uh, we'll let him know if we find out anything more. Right. Should we tell him? We tell him we're having a meeting with the Pennington Foundation. Oh, indeed. Well, we've asked them a number Barrington? of times. Yes, Inspector Barrington. Yeah. Is there? Is, are there any... Questions you would have for them that we may be able to ask that you could. Well, we've all we've asked them all the official questions. Are there any unofficial questions you would need to be asked by not the police officer? Uh, Just to offer. Not really, no. Okay. Now, the, the other thing we wanted to ask. We'll let you know if we find out. We have uh, reason to believe that. that uh, First, we said we talked about when we first met this cult of bloody tongue that was murdering people in New York. And while we were uh, investigating them, we, we discovered information about another cult called the Brotherhood of the uh, uh, Black Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out there was an Englishman named Montgomery Crompton who was, I think, a member of this cult. And he wrote a journal which uh, describes murders strikingly similar to, to the ones going on today. Yes. Uh, though this... Montgomery who? Crompton. Crompton. Though this, uh, Both this man was over a hundred years uh, prior. Yes. So, uh, we've shown the passage about... Um, well, I mean, we, we asked uh, Professor, or Director Gavigan said that the Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh does not exist anymore. Well, I, I think that perhaps there's been a a renewal of interest, perhaps. A resurgence. Yes. Uh, Membership drive. Well, pledge season. You know. If you have any official proof of that, I would be more than happy to. Well, at look least into somebody it. seems to be inspired by it. Because if you look, there's there's a passage where uh, Crompton claims to have uh, beaten a victim repeatedly with a, a sacred club, um, and then. Uh, piercing the victim's heart with a cunning bronze spike on the club. 
I see. Now, in the in the cult that we investigated in New York, in their possession was this this club, which seems to have hieroglyphic style markings on it. Uh, remind me which club again this was. We found it under Juju House. Under Juju. This, this is the wooden scepter. The carved scepter. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, cl- like that clearly has uh, as a club. No, yeah. it's too. I mean, yeah, you could. I, I mean, clearly it has a no bronze spike. Pardon? Clearly, it has no bronze spike. Right. Yes. But I, we, we think that this might be in, any any tree the, branch could be used as a as a club. Sure. Yes. But the, the the point being, I think there's this. Uh, I think this Egyptian death cult is alive and well, and I think it's behind these murders. Well, that's a very interesting theory. Uh, certainly, it's possible that someone maybe have read this book and just been inspired, some maniac or psychopath. Um, this book is not easy to come by. <laughs> uh, I, I think perhaps it's been... How did you? No, I'm, he's not going to answer that, answer that question. Um, if you find any, any further proof, I'd be more than happy to look at it. We shall try to be of assistance. We will let you know what we find out. Very well. Is it the, the cult of the Black Pharaoh? Is that yeah, yeah. I thought it was a Brotherhood of Shadows. Uh, no. A pseudonym. No, pseudonym. Same, same. Pharaoh of Shadows now. Yeah. Or they, they call their deity the Pharaoh of Shadows. Is there anything else you wish to do today? The third? I want to eat again. <laughs> okay. Fish and chips. You can find a great fish and chips place. You can find a dozen great fish and chips places. That's right. Stone's throw. Man, my favorite fish and chip place in San Jose closed. This is the best way really? to consume the scoop. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the best way to use the scoop. Yeah. We went to Australia, New Zealand, and had very good fish and chips. Oh, very awesome. good. That would be great. Yeah. Hawaii, of all places, has good fish and chips. So, because they do the tempura bag thing. Are you thinking with each death, that's uh, uh, one more member? So if they have 20, or 20, one less. 20 more members? No, I mean, uh, it seems like it's initiation, some sort of initiation rite. So, uh, we don't have enough information yeah. to tell at this point. Were there, were there any common markings on the coroner reports on the bodies? Like uh, a, a hieroglyph or a tattoo? Or nothing. Nothing was. No. Not, no other damage common. to the body. No, uh, not, not damage, but like anything that would have said these. All these victims are part of the same group. Um, I mean, some of the victims had various tattoos, but, but nothing, nothing in common. common. <clears throat> Mother. Right. It would have been in Arabic. Probably. All of the victims had mothers. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> the victims were Arabic. Well, some of them were foreign. They were foreigners for the most part. All the victims were foreigners. Yes, hmm. I believe that's the case. Make sure. Seventeen of the dead were native to Egypt. Ah. The other seven were were uh, British subjects. Fascinating bit of information. Yes. Quite well, nice. that means we are probably, I am probably not in danger. 
You're as swarthy as they come from the British standards. <laughs> <coughs> they may pick you first. I think not. And we'll hit them over the head with a bottle of wine. And charge them courage. <laughs> well, I'm going to have dinner. Yeah. And, uh, dinner and drinks. Okay. I think I might have to meet you at, uh, at the Pendyhoo Foundation, or I'll go the back way. I remember. I'll let you do all the talking. After that, I think we'll want to try and meet with Abdul from the, the group pyramid. Um, let's, let's think about that first. On the one hand, he's usually there, I assume, if he's the owner. Um, then, you know, we could... It could be a great it. contact for getting in touch with what's going on in in the Egyptian community, I'm yes. um, On the other hand, he could be a great contact as the leader of the cult. Unlikely. No, I don't think so. It was said that the, this goes high up. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't go much higher than the Egyptian owner of a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perhaps he's not the head of the cult. <laughs> But he could be a member. But uh, he could be an MP. But I kind of doubt that. I I think that What's for member of, member of parliament they didn't uh, have any foreign MPs yet. Did I, they? No, they didn't. Wait, no, they had some from from colonies. They had some from India. When did they start that? I have no idea. I thought it was the eighteen. But there are anyway. There are also, uh, for instance, Montgomery Crompton. And not all of the members of right. his cult are. Need to be Egyptian. Yes. But it is interesting that many of the victims are Egyptian. In which case, it, it may be that Inspector Barrington was suggesting that the Blue Pyramid may be where things happen. So maybe we should go stick it out. Perhaps not tonight. We need our rest. To, uh, no, let's go every have night. Have us for the <laughs> every, all night, every night. <laughs> All right. Did you, so you want to go stake out the place? No, or just visit. Visit? You call it a stakeout, I call it getting stake. <laughs> okay. You're going to go back to the Blue Pyramid. No problem. Um, all right, what the hell? All right, you're there. You're led to another table. <clears throat> Good meal. Get used to the place. Yeah. Look around. Dancing. We have music, food, liquor. Checking in with the carpet for doors. Should we ask the, one of the <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, moving, moving aside <laughs> all the roads. Should we speak to Abdul? Uh, I, I, I don't want to do not that. Yeah, let's talk to the Pendulum Foundation I have to get back to work. Okay. Some of the dancers are making eyes at you. All of you. It's hard to miss Handsome Hank. Right. Handsome Hank is big. He's size 18. Got it. Is he muscular size 18? Yes. Ah, so he's head and shoulders above the rest of us. Yeah. He's like Doc Savage. Makes quite Got a thud when he falls down in combat. <laughs> <laughs> which he's done twice in the two. Which he's done each time in the main combats you've had. Wow. Um, yes, John rolls really well. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, after we're done with our meal inside, mm-hmm. perhaps we... Is there a place we can hang out and watch outside without being noticed, without being obvious? I, I know most of us are not criminals, so we don't have the kind of stealth skills that would really be needed to um, 
watch place without being noticed. I mean, you could you could try sort of hanging around outside. I mean, there you know it's a <coughs> you know it's it's not necessarily a clubby a clubby sort of neighborhood, but but I'm small. I can hide. Good. We can take a walk around the building and see if it has any back doors. Um, yeah, well, it, I mean, you're kind of, you know, yeah, it's got, there's, yeah, an alley back behind it, and a door, uh, a couple doors that lead in, presumably lead inside. Good to know. If anything untoward is happening here, it would be coming from the back door, not the front, obviously. you want to do at the Blue Pyramid tonight? I know. Don't? No. Okay. Wednesday, February the 4th. Is there anything you want to do before your appointment? Uh, read the scoop. Oh, no. It's weekly. weekly. Or fish and chips. Uh, Let's see. We should... We yeah, should kippers. Breakfast. Oh. <laughs> Full English bre- breakfast. Full English breakfast. With the blood sausage. Or is I think Dr. Shea would skip the black, the black the pudding. Blood sausage. And the black pudding. No, the black pudding is good. Okay. All right. Well, Put, puts bone, puts muscle on you. In that case, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll, so next session we'll do the thank you foundation. Okay.